this is Dale Jr., and you're listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. Hey, everybody, I'm Carson. And I'm Kelly, and you're listening to Fastlane Family, brought to you by Bedhead by TG. For a full range of professional styling products, allowing you to express your own personal style, from work to play, light hold or stronghold, visit fantasticsams.com for a salon location near you. Well, Carson, we're back in the Exalted studio today for another Fast Lane Family after we had an awesome live podcast from our Junior Motorsports fan days um, on our previous episode. That was tons of fun. Uh, this week, we are super excited to welcome a really special guest um, to, to the Earnhardt family and to all of you NASCAR fans out there. You're going to know this guy. Um, and Sam, you were here on Fan Day, too. Welcome, Sam Bass, today. <laughs> well, thank you, Kelly and Carson. It's great to be here. Yes, I was here for Fan Day, and uh, it was amazing. I had such a great time. Got to meet so many nice people over that as always two days, and uh, we really, really enjoyed being here. You were super busy because I came down at one point, and um, uh, you were gone. They said you had another, you had more obligations. So, <laughs> well, it was um, it was kind of um, kind of interesting. Uh, I had a, a thing I had to go to in in Concord, North Carolina, where they. Um, unveiled the Sam Bass Kidney Foundation, nice. and uh, I kind of had to be there. Yeah, I <laughs> would was, say it was a, a really, really special honor. But I came in really early uh, Friday morning and and signed a bunch of autographs uh, to try to get ahead of the crowds. I mean, I was here before it was even light before daylight. We opened up, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it was amazing. Then how many people were here? Um, and of course, I. I'd been here all day the Thursday before and uh, meeting a lot of people and everything else. But I got to tell you, everybody here at Junior Motorsports and everybody that came by my table, all the Dale Junior fans, it was just it was just incredible how nice and happy <laughs> and excited they were uh, to be a part of this. And, and your staff here uh, just did such a great job of taking care of us. And taking care of everybody that uh, was here, and I mean, I don't know how you couldn't love it because you got <laughs> you got pizza one way you went, ice you cream. got ice cream. <laughs> I mean, it was just like the dream come true. I, I stayed away from those tents; it was tempting, but I stayed away. <laughs> <laughs> well, good for you, but I'm telling you what, I mean, y'all had it all covered, and everybody was just having such a great time, and it really. It brought back a lot of memories for me because it reminded me so much of being out at Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet when he used to sign autographs out there for 12 to 15 hours. Oh, yes. And um, it just uh, it just meant the world to me to be a part of it, and I appreciated it. It's funny that you mentioned that, Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet days. Um, <clears throat> those were some really good times. And I was telling my husband, O.W., you know, like— we were talking about cars when we were younger and having cars. And I said, you know, I got two of my cars on Dell Earnhardt day up at the dealership. Wow. Dad gave me wow. my, um, <laughs> uh, when I graduated from high school mm -hmm. and when I graduated from college and we were there and like to do that in front of everybody, you know, and everybody got to see me get my new car and stuff like wow. that. We were just reminiscing and thinking about those stories. There were so many people there and yeah, boy, yeah. they waited in line all night long, all day long the day before. Yeah. And dad stayed and signed until every single person Exactly. It was complete. And and, and yep. that's what I loved about your dad is uh, 
you know, he would always have that event. He took so much pride in that event Mm -hmm. and enjoyed um, being able to interact with the fans and being able to spend time with them. And and it was always such a privilege uh, to me to be there because you had so many people there. And that's really how I got known yeah. in this sport was by the twelve to 15,000 people a time at Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet. So it was pretty amazing. So I, I was going to ask you that. What was your first, I mean, I remember you, you know, from the time of, of being with our dad and living with our dad and being a kid and running around with, you know, stopping in by your place and <laughs> being with dad and things like that. But what was your first introduction to my dad? Wow. You remember that story? Yeah, I sure do. <laughs> well, Bobby Allison in the uh, my home track growing up was Richmond okay. uh, Raceway. And uh, Bobby Allison was uh, one of the very first people to introduce me to your dad. And uh, and that was very special because you know how special Bobby Allison is in my career. He was my childhood hero growing up. To, so to have had Bobby introduce me to Dale was, was pretty cool. But uh, um, I guess it would have to be about 1984. Um, I did a painting of the Wrangler car. And, uh, and I wanted to um, sell it to Wrangler. And um, so I was in the infield at Richmond Fairgrounds Raceway seeking your dad out because I didn't want to sell it to to the people at Wrangler without making sure your dad was okay with it and asking him how much money I would owe him for the painting. So this was like a painting. just a painting that you yeah, did on your own an and ori- you were yep, an original. Just an original painting. And I had never done anything like that before for a sponsor where they wanted to print it or do something with it. So I wanted to make sure I had all my ground covered. And uh, so I I found him in the infield at Richmond. He was sitting in uh, his his truck. (laughs) And I went up and kind of beat on the window and (laughs) and was like, hey, I'm here. I had this huge portfolio in my in my arms and uh and and was just kind of asking him if he would take a look at it and he rolled down the window and looked at me like i had two heads he (laughs) didn't know what was going on (laughs) did he remember you (laughs) (laughs) but uh but i said um you know hey i got something that your sponsor wants to buy and i want to make sure that you're you know that you're okay with it and uh and so he said, well, come on. And uh, he walked with me into the infield media center and uh, took me in there. And here's all the media in NASCAR. And he pulls the thing out and holds it up in front of the media. Alexis Laris, I'm mm-hmm. sure you remember, I remember her. Alexis, yep. and, and held it up in front of him and goes, Okay, this guy did this painting. What do y'all think about it? And I mean, put me on the spot. It was crazy. But, um, you know, everybody kind of clapped and and applauded and everything else. And he looked at me and he said, okay, I guess you're good to go. (laughs) And uh, and that's what started, you know, almost a 20-year relationship. Wow. It was pretty neat. (laughs) That was really cool. So I didn't realize... um, so that's just how, like, when, when, what, what was the first print that you ever sold? 
like that you reproduced and made? Yeah, the very the very first print that I ever reproduced was a, a painting called Earnhardt '88, and um, it was of his first year in the GM Goodwrench Monte Carlo, mm-hmm. and um, I did it for the United Cerebral Palsy um, dinner that they did at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. Oh, okay. And he was nice enough um, to to look at that painting and uh, and give me the approval um, uh, to to do that, and that kind of started it all because that was the first painting that w- that I was ever able to really advertise and put out there and say, "Hey, I'm Sam Bass, and this is one of my works, and and this one is of Dale Earnhardt." Well, you couldn't do anything that was more popular. Than than dad. <laughs> so, yep. so that was kind of a great way to get started. And um, I remember being at that dinner uh, that night and, and just the look on his face when I unveiled it and we offered it for sale. That was just one of the highlights of my whole career. Very cool. Now, you mentioned Charlotte. They have been pretty instrumental in your career, too. You've done so much work for them. Yeah. How long have you done the program covers there? Um, You know, I started doing program cover work for them uh, in May of 1985. Wow. And I've done, uh, so that's, this was my 32nd year doing the programs there. My goodness. And, uh, And just that project alone has represented over 12,000 hours of my life. Wow. <laughs> so so it's been a really good relationship, and I have a lot of respect and admiration for Charlotte because they've stuck with me and been loyal to me for, for that amount of time. And as somebody that just kind of drove up from Richmond, Virginia, and popped in on them cold <laughs> one day and just said, Hey, my name is Sam Bass, and I do some artwork, and I'd really like to do your program covers. And and they took me in that day and met with me. And I think about that now, and I go, how crazy is that? You know, <laughs> that's but, what you call the right, the right. I mean, that's the right timing, right, right moment, opportunity. Well, yeah, uh, for sure. You know, it it has been, but um, I've been very blessed in in. Literally having a career that's been that, yeah. Uh, you know, yeah. I I think back about all the different things, all the different experiences that I've been so lucky to have been a part of, and it's been a lot of it has been being at the right place at the right time, <laughs> and just um, you know, if there's one thing about me that I hope people know, it's that I'm very sincere in what what I do. Yeah, I mean. All I care about is is treating people the right way and doing the best possible work I can. And and if they'll give me the opportunity to do something for them, then hopefully everything will fall into place from that point. But uh, I, I've, I've been very fortunate to have been a part of and, and done some really amazing things over my 30-plus years in this sport. Yeah. And, uh, and and I'm very proud of that. I think about 32 years and Carson being 16. <laughs> when I was 16, you know, time was really, you, you just don't really pay much attention to time because, no. you know, 
not that much time has passed in your life. Right. But I'm thinking about 32 years ago in 1985 when I was 13 years old and how long I've known you. And, yeah. and you know, now, you know, being 44, I think, gosh, 32 is a long time. <laughs> well, a long time to be doing this. When I look at Carson, I think about Carson before she was Carson. I, know. I think about you carrying her. And, I know. And <laughs> so Sam did something really special for our family. Um, when uh, Carson was born, a uh, couple things. Sam did a 11 by 14. Uh, it wasn't pencil. It was marker. Like, what do you draw with your marker? It well, was the black ink. pen and ink. Pen and ink. Uh -huh. Yeah, pen and ink. Yeah. I want to say the right thing. <laughs> and um, of, of her from one of her baby pictures. How come I've never seen that? It's actually we'll we'll find it in the move. I've um, never I seen just that. came across it the other day. I have never ever yep. ever seen that. Yep. <laughs> this is news to me. Yep. Yep. That's, and that's um, what I was talking about to you one time recently. Well, well, she right. didn't act like she knew what you were talking about. That's why. Well, no, I remember you talking about that, and I was like, Shirley, I've seen that, but I have not seen. I have not seen that. And um, I think it's in your baby um, bin, your mm. totes. I've I have so much stuff saved from the kids, totes and totes and totes of stuff saved. <laughs> but um, even cool than that which is really cool um in for christmas of december of uh 2000 2000 um i asked sam would he do a drawing of us kids and our kids for my dad for christmas because you know my dad was somebody that you thought long and hard on something special to get and you know if he if he wanted it he got it and if he wanted it, it was usually too expensive for us to get it for him. <laughs> and um, and so uh, Carson was born in September. And we, in order to get everybody together, so it was me, Dale, Carrie, Taylor. Taylor was in school at Cannon School. So she was, right. um, you know, 12, 13 at the time, 12 years old. And then Carrie had his two boys, Bobby and Jeffrey. And then I had had Carson. And um, so we all met in the parking lot at Taylor's school, Cannon School. We said we were trying to do it as a surprise. And I don't even know how I worked that out in order to <laughs> get her into the parking lot there or whatever. And uh, we snapped a photo. I was holding Carson and Carrie had his boys and you know, somehow miraculously got Dale Jr. there. And um, and that was a challenge. That right was there. a challenge, that right? still hasn't changed that much, though, has it? <laughs> and we snapped that photo and then Sam drew a pencil um, original of that and we had it framed for dad and gave it to dad and, and Teresa for Christmas, yep. which we have cool pictures of giving them that. We yep. were just all really Excited! I was really excited. I don't know how the boys felt about it, Carrie and Dale, but I was really excited about it. And um, and so Sam did that for us. And then here we lost Dad in February of the next year. And and so that was really cool to 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 have that. And to I know that that hung in their living room for for quite a bit until Teresa moved out of the log house there. So right. it was well, really cool. So it's a, somewhere over there. I've got a story <laughs> to tell you that that I've never really shared with anybody before but something that's really very special to me is that um, I was working on a toolbox um, set for uh, for Dale Jr. and for Dale Sr. Um, uh, your dad uh, and uh, I was trying to put the preliminary drawings and everything to, of that together um, during this time that we're uh, we were doing the the drawing for you for Christmas, 
And uh, if you remember, the only thing I asked you, I said, will you please get me a picture <laughs> from that, uh, you know, from that presentation? And, uh, and, and you did. And uh, it's one of the most cherished things that I have. <laughs> but um, I went to Daytona in February, and I was in the garage area that afternoon um, the final, after the final practice. And uh, they were putting, I remember they were putting the Sonic sponsorship decal on the car because that deal had just come together and everything. And I walked over to Dale to show him the drawing of the toolbox mm -hmm. and uh, get his approvals on that and get his feedback on it. And uh, we talked about that. And then as I was getting ready to turn and walk away, he said, hey, he said, hey, I just wanted you to know how much I appreciated that drawing you did for me for Christmas present. And I said, oh, yeah, do you really like that? He said, oh, yeah. He goes, family's everything. And he goes, and you just don't know how much that meant to me. I was really, really touched by yeah, that. Yeah, that's awesome. And so that was the final conversation we got to have Isn't together. That something? And, and I think about all the projects that I got to work on with your dad. And they involved racing. They involved motor coaches. They involved jet airplanes. <laughs> they involved your the kids' cars yep. and everything else. But but the last thing I got to talk to him about was his family. That and, that, cool. and, I, and I've always cherished that, that that's the way that happened. That's really cool. Well, I didn't know that. That's a great story. <laughs> Very cool. Because it, uh, it was a big deal to get all that together. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was. And it's just always meant so much to me that, uh, you know, if, if, if that was our final conversation together and that was his thoughts about something that I did for him, uh, to, to have him remember me that way. Yeah. That was very, very, cool. very that truly very special. special. That is very special. Very <laughs> special. Very special. What's a favorite, uh, what's your favorite print or I, and this could, I guess it would be a really tough question for an artist, yeah. but of my dad. So yeah. we won't go through the whole thing. <laughs> we won't make you pick from the whole thing. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, just in counting up all the different paintings and everything I've done, I've done well over, 200 paintings of your dad in my wow. in my career but the one uh, there's been several for different reasons well, i tell, tell yeah I, I was gonna say tell I, us some different stories i tell people all the time that you know i look at these paintings as like raising kids you know you put everything you've got into them and and you you put everything that you want the world to see into it and hope that it turns out really good and that people love it and appreciate it and uh but you hate to part with it, <laughs> you know and it's uh it's a part of you it, huh? it is and uh but but one of them would have to be uh the painting i did for him for the win at daytona because as i told him um i said dale i've got this original done for you and i want you to come by and pick it up from my gallery. And uh, and and I said, you know what it's of. It's of your Daytona win. And I said, and it took me 20 years to paint it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he loved that. So sure enough, he, he came by the office and and he picked it up. And uh, and he, he just, he, he I could tell he really, really loved it. And and I think his favorite part of it was that that emotional scene with everybody running out onto the uh, out onto pit road, 
and 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 high fiving mm-hmm. him as he was driving down yeah. and everything. Um, but uh, but standing in my gallery, I can remember it like it was yesterday. Just seeing that smile on his face, although it had happened months earlier, because it was almost at Christmas time when I when I gave it to him, um, he was on his way up to to New York for the banquet, and uh, I asked him to please come by, and uh, and and he just had the biggest smile on his face um, when I gave that to him, and uh, he said, "So what's the what's the deal on these?" And and I said, "Well." Um, I'd like to uh, to have you autograph them. I'd like to offer them as prints. We've got tons of orders. If I ever do one of these, if you can get them signed, and he goes, uh, "Well, man," he goes, "Christmas right around the corner, <laughs> and I'm going up to 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 New York." Um, and I said, "Well, if there's any way possible that you can do it, I'll uh, I'll get them out there to you." And Kelly and Carson. He told me, he said, look, this was a Friday. No, this was a Thursday morning. He said, well, if you can get this printed and have them out there to my office on Monday morning, I will sign them for you so you'll have them in time for Christmas. Wow. And he, I went out there with five packs of posters <laughs> that Monday morning, and I got down in the floor and was handing them to him up on the desk, and he would hand them back to me. And not only did he sign them, but he got down in the floor and helped me package them <laughs> and wrap them and helped me carry them out to the car. Wow. So that his fans <laughs> had that print for Christmas presents. Wow. And I tell people that story and they're like, oh, come on, Dale Earnhardt helped you wrap <laughs> presents, help you wrap up, uh, you know, prints. And I'm like, absolutely, he did. <laughs> he was really that down to earth. Yes, so, it yeah, was, he it really was, was. It was amazing. But uh, I think about that story and then I think about I did a painting called The Magnificent Seven that uh, I literally okay. finished it up on a um, Thursday morning and uh, um they were going to put it on ESPN Shop Talk on Thursday afternoon. And uh, Dale was going to be there at RCR. And so I hopped in the car. I had it all framed, everything. I hopped in the car, took it down there. And I was really cutting it down to the wire because Richard or Dale, neither one, had sold it. So I mean, had had seen it. So I was a nervous wreck, hoping that they would like it. And uh, I went to the shop, and I pulled it out and unveiled it. And Dale goes, well, man, you made me look like John Wayne. <laughs> that, and, was, that does look and, like John. He, he was <laughs> it one looks of, really larger than life. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. And, yeah. And, that's, uh, and, and I'll never forget that because he told me how much he loved John Wayne. And I thought that was uh, <laughs> just really, really special uh, on that particular painting. So the, that was... Um, that was a very special memory, and they put it on the uh, Shop Talk show that night and sold out of it. Is there one um, print? Which print had sold the most? Do you Can you recall that numbers-wise? Uh, well, I'll tell pieces, you what. You know? Yeah, I, I think there's two of them. Um, there's, there's one that I did of his Olympic car. Okay. Mm-hmm. And the Olympic car, you remember mm-hmm. when that thing came out, how special that was. And uh, 
and he he loved that um, because he felt like an Olympic athlete, and <laughs> and uh, and I I actually got to design the helmet for him that is in that painting, and it's only because I got about three quarters of the way through it, and I was. I was asking, I said, uh, was there a special helmet that's going to go with this car? And I called out there and talked to Don Hawk. Don said, no, do you want to design one? I said, heck yeah. Sure. And uh, and your dad was famous for me always designing a helmet to go with the paint scheme. But then at the last minute, he would change, and change his mind and do the black helmet. But that Olympic helmet, he so actually... So you designed a lot of them? Uh, yeah, he actually <laughs> wore. And I was so proud of that. And later, um, I actually got that helmet. Wow. Which very is cool. very special. But um, there was that one that sold a bunch. And uh, then um, the other one, which is very, very special to me, um, is is a painting I did of Dale Jr. Uh, called uh, The Shadow of Greatness. Okay, yep. And that, uh, that, that particular painting, I've actually had people walk into my gallery and see that painting and stop and cry. Mm-hmm in front of it and and it's it's really neat because i cried when i finished it um it's just one of those paintings that you feel so special see the emotion yeah come out of it to have been a part of i mean i paint each day every day but to get finished with that and look at it and realize how special it was that there was something else in that painting that made it not just be a painting yeah I, I can't tell you how how overcome i was when i when i finished it and and uh that was really special that's been probably my biggest seller of all time huh. for that reason because people see that emotion they feel that emotion and and they just love the two people that yeah. are in it yeah yeah that's cool so you mentioned you said um uh, in the beginning about how, you know, you put your all into it and you want people to love it. Has there been, has there been a piece that you've done that just didn't turn out like you thought it was going to turn out? Do you have any blubbers at all? (laughs) Well, I mean, in 30 years, maybe you have one. This is one of my favorite (laughs) stories and I'll tell it to you because it says everything about your dad. It says everything about Dale Earnhardt. Um, when I did the painting called Quicksilver, Dale loved that painting. He loved it. There was only one problem with it. And he said, the only problem with this painting is that it's of my silver car. I want you to do one that's just as good of my black car. But I want you to do it just like the black car. Uh, or just like you did of the silver car. And I'm like, okay. So I started working on that, worked on it all the off-season, and uh, took it to Daytona. Um, <clears throat> so I guess that would be 1997. And so um, I went on to the, I arranged with Don Hawk to go on to the motor coach and, and bring it up there and present it to Dale. And, uh, and, he was wearing his gargoyles, and he kind of lowered his gargoyles, and he looked at his, 
looked at me and he looked at the painting, he looked at me. And I said, well, well, what do you think? He goes, I don't like it. And I was like. Was that this one? Uh, yes. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> what, what do you mean? I'd spent like 200 hours on this painting. I said, well, what do you mean you don't like it? It's, it's just like Quicksilver, but it's of the black car. And he goes, no, it's not just like Quicksilver. It's got more color in it. I just want it to be silver and black. <clears throat> and I was like, okay. So, so I, I wrapped the painting back up, and I'm getting ready to leave the motor coach. And he goes, so, hey. Sam, what are, <clears throat> what are we going to do with that painting? And I said, well, I guess I'm going to take it home and hang it on my wall because you don't like it. He goes, I don't like it. It's not what I wanted, but it's my fans will love it. He said, so please sell all the prints and posters of it that you want to. It's a great <laughs> painting. It's just not what I want. And that speaks volumes about your dad because he... He always knew what he wanted, and it was up to you to give it to him. So anyway, that was February of 97, I guess. And and uh, later that year at Dale Earnhardt Chevrolet, I took him the new painting. And it was done just entirely in black and silver, and I knew that would be what he wanted. <laughs> well, there was like 12,000 people there, <laughs> and I waited till the very end of the day to give it to him and uh and stood in line with about 10 or 12 people to go and I finally get up to the table and I got one person ahead of me and the guy grabs the microphone and he goes Dale I want to give you a present on behalf of Chevrolet and I want to give you keys to the number three uh Chevrolet Corvette, ZR1 Corvette, we just pulled off the assembly line. And my heart Busted just your bubble, didn't my they? heart just <laughs> sunk. I'm like, all I got is painting and this guy just gave Dale a brand new Corvette. <laughs> <laughs> and so so he gets up, he goes over, he does all the photographs and the pictures with the, the guy that gave him the the car and everything. And then he walks back over to the table and sits down in front of me. And he goes, so is that my painting? And I said, yeah. And I pick it up and I lay it on the table and I look at, I lay it in front of him and he looks, takes his gargoyles down. He looks at the painting. He looks up at me. He looks at the painting. He looks up at me. And, and, and then he gets up. He just stands up and walks away and didn't say anything. And he walks over to the car. He opens up the trunk, puts the painting in the trunk. <laughs> Closes the trunk, walks back, sits down in his chair, and he looks up at me and he goes, now that car really means something. Aw. So he must have liked it. <laughs> and, and I just about fell in the floor crying. I mean, <laughs> so what did you do different to make it the way he wanted it? Because well, looking at these, uh, Sam brought us a, 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 <laughs> some little uh, hand size prints of all the things that he did. So, so we're sitting here looking at... Quicksilver and what did you call this one? Do you remember? Um, that one's uh, called Black Attack. Black Attack. Black Attack. 
Yes. So what did you diff- do different in Black Attack to get rid of some of this color? Because, I mean, if you look at Quicksilver, that's, that's pretty That's pretty, pretty colorful. much it, yeah. <laughs> um, that, that was it. Yeah. Uh, it was basically yeah. get rid of the color and yeah. just have it all be in black and silver. So this was the final so one I that did. you gave him that he liked. No, no, no. no, 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 no. I okay, actually gotcha. kept that gotcha. one as a reminder okay, gotcha. that you can never be 100% <laughs> sure on anything, okay? So you've always got to be, you know— um, prepared and and be as confident as you can be did you end up selling that one that he didn't like or did you just keep it no i keep it that's one of the and and that's one of the only things and you'll know what i'm talking about that's one of the only things i was able to keep yeah and um and that means the world to me um, because of the story behind it. Yeah. But uh, I would never sell that one now. Now that I did the one that replaced it, <laughs> um, you know, and, and made him happy with that, uh, you know. But uh, I, I just cannot even tell you. I could talk for 50 days and not tell you all the special moments and the and the special feelings I have. Uh, for Dale, yeah, um, I, I'm, he I was, know all that. He was uh, so incredible to me. He gave me so many opportunities, um, you know, just to get the call to come up and design stuff for for you kids. Yeah, when you, you did our late model racing. cars and yeah, all I mean, that. It was it was so neat. So to be there, you know, uh, one thing I'm really excited about is 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 being there from day one with Dale Jr. and and now with you know, exalt on board this yep. year, I'll be able to bookend his career this year. Oh yeah. How from, about that? From the first start of it yeah. to the very end of it. So, so that, that's very meaningful to me. And, uh, I, I surely don't take that for granted. I didn't even think about that. That is awesome. Well, Carson, I think, uh, we, we have to, uh, talk about some hair. Sam, you got any good hair tips? <laughs> You're talking to a person with no hair. Asking, well, I wasn't going to say it. I was going to let you say it. Right. Asking them to talk about, I think I'll be quiet and just listen and hope, hopefully learn. Okay. Okay. So in all seriousness, it's time to talk hair. This is my favorite hairspray. Oh my goodness. I love that dry shampoo. Okay. I know you really like the TG Catwalk Oatmeal and Honey Shampoo and Conditioner. And I've tried it as well since you raved about it so much. And I know this actually is a product producer Natalie uses too. I love this um, oatmeal and honey shampoo and conditioner. And now everyone in the household likes it because Kennedy has stolen mine out of. So, (laughs) in fact, she just went to the beach and I go to my shower and I look in there and I say, Kent, where's my shampoo and conditioner? And she says, oh, mom, I packed that for the beach. She packed my full size oatmeal and honey shampoo from TG for the beach. I begged for it back. I sent her actually with the detangling (laughs) spray, too, because she she was going to the beach. And I was like, oh, here. So I gave her the the detangling spray to the beach stuff. So um, she likes it, too. You know, it really helps damaged hair. We all get that damage from coloring. Um, this, uh, honey shampoo and conditioner, uh, with the oatmeal also gives you good moisture and shine. So I really like it. Um, one of the main ingredients is, uh, acaya honey, which I mean, who doesn't, uh, Honey is honey is good. Honey is and that shampoo in my coffee wherever I'm. A, <laughs> I'm liking some honey. And I know uh, you're you're picky about what to use too when it comes to the ingredients. So so that's 
That's a good thing for Definitely. you. Definitely. It's got wheat protein, vitamin E. Those all are good things for yep. your hair. And it also smells good. Yes, smells great. So if you want to try TG's Catwalk Oatmeal and Honey Shampoo and Conditioner or any other great product from TG, you can find them at your local Fantastic Sam's. And for a location near you, visit FantasticSam's.com. And we also have a Fantastic Sam actually in the studio. <laughs> Fantastic <laughs> Sam. Wow. <laughs> Thank you for that. And if you can't find it at Fantastic Sam's, check Kennedy's suitcase. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> yes, mom. I would definitely check Kennedy's suitcase, and probably for more than just your uh, your shampoo. Uh, so this show has gone so great. Uh, for more with Sam Bass, be sure to check out our next Fast Lane family on June twenty eighth. Well, thank you, Kelly and Carson. No, no, Sam. Thank you. This has been so much fun, and we can't continue to thank Exalta, TG, and Fantastic Sam's enough for all that they do. If you have any suggestions for a show, let us know on Facebook or Twitter. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this Fastlane family. If you love Dale Jr., then Exalta Racing is your go-to social media account on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. It brings you insider's info all weekend long on the 88 team. It's at Exalta Racing, a must-follow for any Dale Jr. fan. Thanks for listening to Dirty Mo' Radio. 